A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day, build momentum, and better your life. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. If you're somebody who listens to these episodes in real time, you may have noticed that yesterday's episode wasn't there. It's because I accidentally scheduled it for a week ahead of time, and instead of giving you that episode today, I decided to just leave it as is and kind of start fresh today. Because recently, especially, I have been prioritizing this concept of a clean slate and starting fresh mainly because I've been home visiting my dad and some family, and in doing so, there's always stuff to go through and sort and get rid of and tidy and decide if I even want to keep. And while a lot of this stuff I have held onto for years, often because of the sheer man hours that I put into building or creating the things, and it was hard to get rid of just because of that investment, 
but also because I do have this tendency to hate wasting things. So if I feel like I can make use of something in the future, which will eliminate my need to repurchase it in the future, I do find myself wanting to hold on to things. There's a sense of guilt or a sense of waste or probably even some shame for the lack of follow through on whatever I intended to do with said item or said outfit. But as I get older, I recognize how cumbersome items like that can just feel in general, even when they're not really bogging you down. And it feels so freaking cathartic to get rid of shit. I've talked about the fact that our things hold energy before, but today I really wanted to focus in on the fact that if we're not careful, we can begin to hold on to so much that we no longer have use or value in those things as they are because we can't place them or we don't know where they are or it's too overwhelming to even consider digging around to find. So you'll often buy duplicates or put off that task altogether because you don't want to dig around for the thing you know you have, even though who knows where it is at this point because you've held on to it for all these years, but it's somewhere. So recently, I have found myself in a much more privileged place to where I am confident enough in myself to decide whether something is worth holding on to because I do have the full intention of using it within the next couple of days or weeks, or the confidence that I can just rebuy it or invest again or borrow from somebody else. And oftentimes I do try to get rid of things ethically in the sense that I will give it to friends or family members that I think might use it, or I try to make conscious donations to places who can get some value out of it and are adding to our community. But at the same time, I'm having to realize that some shit just needs to go in the frickin' trash. Some stuff doesn't need to be handed down and reused and recycled and reduced anymore. You've done enough by holding on to it for all these years, and you know as well as I do, it's garbage at this point. And that garbage is probably bogging you down. And while certain things may not be specifically replaceable, and I definitely don't advocate for getting rid of all your shit just for the minimalist aesthetic or just for the sake of getting rid of shit, I just think there is such a value in recognizing this shit can be replaced, but it's better to know you don't have it because you don't have to worry about it anymore once you've gotten rid of it, rather than remembering, oh, I do have glue sticks at home and glitter, but I forgot that I need to buy poster board if I'm going to make that project. But for now, it's just a lingering task and another thing that I've been wanting to do for 10 years. Because now I'm at the stage where I'll go to the Dollar Tree, buy all the ingredients in real time, rather than feeling bogged down or obligated to the things in my pantry or in my craft closet or in my storage. And I'm not going to lie, in thinking about doing this episode and considering my relationship with all of the shit that I have at my dad's house, at my mom's house, at my best friend's house, in my car, whatever... I'm really coming to terms with the fact that it feels incredible to pare down and feel like everything's consolidated, organized, and in one space, and I know where everything is. I know what I own, and everything's fairly accessible, and that fact alone makes it more likely that I will approach these tasks or chores or crafts that I wanted to approach in the first place. Because that's the real deal with holding on to things. We want to reduce the amount of friction between us and the task 
And a part of us thinks that if we have the things already, that will reduce the friction. But sometimes just knowing that you need to buy all the ingredients feels a lot better and a lot simpler than feeling like you are bogged down by having all the ingredients already, but in certain places that you could not for the life of you tell me where they are. But what I was going to say is in doing this episode, I have noticed how many storage places there are, especially here in Florida. It seems like on every corner, there are places to store your things. And that to me feels like another weight on your shoulders. If it is just junk you're holding on to. Obviously, there are some circumstances for storage units, which I think are brilliant and wonderful and a complete essential necessity for certain people. But For most people, or in my circumstances, or my experience, the people that have these storage units are storing shit that they don't want to deal with and don't actually want or need in their lives. So next time you're feeling like you need a little bit of a refresh, take a good look around you and decide what of your quote-unquote inventory is causing more stress or more obligation or overwhelm or that you've completely freaking forgot about at this point versus the shit that is easily replaceable or inexpensive or taking up space and all that consciousness for no reason, you know? And by doing this regularly, you're going to start to notice that sense of weight lift off your shoulders because we do naturally collect things over time. It's normal. And I'm not saying to get rid of everything you've ever loved, but I am saying to stop holding on to shit you know you might not ever use just because you might possibly use it. That's not a good enough reason to keep something. So while you're over there evaluating all your stuff, I will talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. I love you, cutie. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at MYDB Podcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.